Summertime, fine New York. I be, do you love me? Is you riding? Will you go to the store for me? Get some, get some candy, cause I'm hungry. Y'all listen, listen to the right show right now. <laughs> this is Good Night Harlem, as y'all know. Episode 30 for all my Spanish people. It's, it's episode 30. You already oh my know. Gosh, we old up in this piece. Okay, so today's episode is going to be a lot more fun than the last episode that we had. We have a lot of interesting topics today, and as always, we start with Hype or Good Nights. And for those of you that are new to the show, Hype or Good Nights, if you hype something you like, you good night something you dislike. It's that simple, and then we explain why. All right, first story of the day is brought to you by a journalist who tweeted out something that uh, got her fired from her job, and she specifically tweeted towards Nicki Minaj. Um, she inquired, and when I say inquired, uh, she just wanted to understand from Nicki, and she didn't at her, by the way. She just wanted to understand from Nicki, like, when was she going to try to change her music direction? So here's the tweet. The, t- the tweet from at Juana's World, you know how dope it would be if Nikki put out mature content, no silly shit, just reflecting on past relationships, being a boss, hardships, etc. She's touching 40 soon. A new direction is needed. Now, mind you, this is a journalist who has worked in the business for a little while, who's worked with the likes of Karen Civil, who is pretty much the social media guru for multiple rappers, including Lil Wayne, who's a part of Nikki, Nikki's entourage. Uh, I said all that to say, Nikki responds back to her in DM and says, when your ugly ass was 24, you were pushing 30. I'm 34. I'm touching 40. Basically, how does that make sense? Are you going to tell somebody that when they're 24, they're almost 30? And that's basically what she's getting at there. From there, she goes, LOL. And what does that have to do with my music? Eat a dick, you hate assholes. <laughs> Got the nerve to have a Trini flag on your page. You must not have heard the pink print or pills and potions. Bed of lives. Save me. My recent feature with Alicia Keys. Tasha Cobbs. Just say you jealous. I'm rich, famous, intelligent, pretty, and go. But wait. Leave my balls. Tired of you sucking on them. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, so Nikki says that at ten oh nine. Responds again in the same DM around seven minutes later and says, "I dropped my album almost four years ago. My bad. I'm thirty five. So at thirty one, how about you get like me? Why don't you ask me to help you get rich? Been on top and ain't going nowhere. Ho and a tongue out emoji." So, uh, this leads to this woman getting dragged by Nicki Minaj's barbs, and then eventually this also puts her in a position where she ends up losing her job with Karen Civil. Avia, I want you to start with this. Hyper good night to this woman losing her job for merely stating her opinion about an artist. Well, you and I talked about this a little bit before we uh, got up on this mic. I'm going to have to say hype only because when you told me about this story, the first thing, the very first thing that I said was, oh, wait, this tweet came out of nowhere. Like, she initiated this 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 tweet. Like, it didn't come from anywhere. It was but just by her. the way, she did not at Nikki. She so did not at Nikki, clear. but who else in the industry is named Nikki? We can't <laughs> even think of a country singer named Nikki. Who is she talking she about? She could have been talking about anybody. Like, I'm, not, I'm saying. Nikki who? She could have been talking. Oh, because Cardi B's real name is Nikki. Got it. <laughs> Continue. My thing is, you. She knows damn well. Being in that that sort of industry is very very small. Word travels fast. You do not need to at anyone for it to get back to them. Okay. At all. Outside of that, are you are you what? What, what am are I you hyping? Yeah. No. No. You're oh, hyping what, the fact that she's losing I, her job. But how can you hype somebody losing their job when technically? 
All she's doing is asking a question about an artist. For that type of position that she has with Karen Civil, where I don't know if she runs social media or she want, runs some sort of she's PR, a, she's part of it. She's a journalist, so she gets she's to a write. Journalist. She gets to write about celebrities. Oh, she's she a gets, journalist. Yes, oh, she okay. gets to write about this stuff. And the problem is, she works with. Right, and you were the one telling me that because of an NDA, that was not allowed. It's true. So but, but, if she if she knew that there was an NDA in place because she signed it, but and if, she but did, if somebody's being that rude to you in a DM. You don't get to say something back. She she should be lucky that Nikki was rude to her in a DM because, like I told you before, I was shocked that Nikki even. Nobody t- is lucky to be rude in a DM. No, to I'm just saying else. when you're dealing with Nikki Minaj, she's she's known for telling people to, to eat a dick. Like so, so okay, on, drag on, in dra- public. She could have dragged in her in public. public. Yeah, she could have dragged her in public. The girl is the one who decided to put Nikki on blast. So at that point, when I feel like. You're taking something that is a that that Nikki's trying to start a private conversation with you. She's not even trying to put you on blast because she can. Because at the end of the day, Nikki has way more fans than this girl, right? But if I no feel bad about what she is. said about me, she am I not allowed to retaliate? If if who feels bad? If the girl who wrote the initial tweet to Nikki feels like Nikki went too far in the DM, she's not allowed to retaliate. I think she knew she was exposing Nikki, and in in the type of job that she had. She should expect nothing less to, but to get some sort of reprimanding for what she did. I feel like when you know you have a certain job, you have a certain position, Karen Civil reps Wayne, and she probably has worked with Nikki on multiple ventures. Why would you tarnish that relationship or tamper with that relationship in any sort of way and think that you can get away with it? Because, boo-boo, you are, you are replaceable. Nikki, on the other hand, it would take a okay. lot to replace her as an artist. So she 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 has the upper hand in this situation, but as a journalist, unfortunately. As a journalist, am I not entitled to my opinion? She is, but at the point where you... Do you think she got fired because of the initial tweet? Or do you think she got fired because of exposing Nikki's well, response yes, the, to her the, the privately? Expo- okay, clearly the exposing got... Um, but I... Okay, I want to I I, jump in. I, I, all I'm going to say is at that point where you expose uh, a private... DM to you from a star that you represent, you know that's she, disrespectful. You, you're, she you're knows not, you're, Nikki is disrespectful. Hold on, and that's you're, not you're, to, you're minimizing the fact that Nikki was extremely disrespectful in the tweet. You know what? I think the problem is I'm so immune to Nikki being disrespectful because that's the way she is all the time that her saying "eat a dick" didn't even phase me. Like I was listening to her response when you were reading it, and I'm just like, "Yeah, sounds like Nikki." And that's not me excusing it or saying it's okay or condoning it. It's just more of like everyone knows how Nikki is. So the fact that she did that privately as opposed to publicly, I was shocked about because she seems like the type to just put it out there. But instead, this girl decided, you know what? I'm gonna make you look bad, and I'm gonna show how you responded to me to make you look bad. And the barbs came after her. And at that point, what do you expect? Because I remember saying something about Nicki Minaj on Instagram one time, and Barb's came after me. And I—I I mean, I didn't care, but you know, I don't have a position where that would affect my job. So I can't wait to jump in on this. Go okay, I—I am, I am good night in the fact that she got fired. Clearly, what do you I was going to happen to her. I think you got to give her a warning. You got to give her a warning. Do you think there could and have been I'm, a situation in the past where that was the warning, and maybe this was the last straw? And maybe we don't know about that. That could be that could be true. Okay. That could be true. Then I would hype night it if that was the case. But I don't know that that's true. Well, that's not going to so, come out now. Right. What I do know is she lost her job. I don't feel like anybody should lose their job, especially she's an she's basically like an an editorial person. She's she's going to write about her opinions, right? And so she put a tweet out that's her opinion. Didn't at the person. The just said her opinion. And look like, seriously. Nikki's and then the DM, DM response is not an opinion though. <laughs> Nikki's DM response at that point when you post it, that's not you posting an opinion. You're posting an actual fact that happened to you. And somebody was person. yes, somebody was rude to you. So you think if someone signs an NDA and they know that they're working with high high class celebrities and they post a response from a celebrity, whether they're rude or not, but it was just kind of like, uh, this is not a good response. You think that that's okay? I'm not saying. Wait a second. I'm not saying it's okay that she leaked. I'm never going to say that that's part of it. Okay. She should have got the slap on the wrist. Yeah, she should have got a slap on the wrist. On the flip side of it, you leaking it is inappropriate. You should be reprimanded for it. Maybe you lose a couple of weeks on the job. You get suspended for a little bit. She lost a couple of weeks. They all just add up to a couple of years. That- <laughs> 
All I'm saying is she Ka- Karen Karen was too hard on her, in my opinion. And we and we also spoke about how Karen had that issue with Cameron and how that hurt her credibility and hurt her career. And people are still looking at her like, I'm not gonna do business with her because she seems a little shady from that situation. So even like you said before, this is one more thing that could tarnish her reputation and she's about her business. So I can understand why it happened that way. Oh, okay. Well, I'm good night in the fact that she got let go. I feel like that's unfortunate. I feel like, yes, she shouldn't have leaked those tweets, but she's ultimately trying to defend herself. That is all I got to say to that. That's it. I don't have a problem with anyone defending themselves. Just know, yeah, but okay, just, know what hap- just know that there's repercussion, repercussions if you're in a certain position. That's all. It's not like it's me and I'm just a Joe Schmo that works anywhere and I, and I just say my opinion. It's She's not a egg account on Twitter. She is a reputable person who works with a reputable, reputable brand. So she should be able to reputably defend herself. Anyway. It was, it was, a, it was a private DM for a reason. Okay. Nikki was holding her end of the bargain with that NDA. Yeah, there's no way you would have <laughs> let that go. If that was you who received that DM, you wouldn't let that go. I don't care what you said. I probably wouldn't have sent the first tweet in the first place. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't. <laughs> All right. The second, the second hyper good night. Chance the Rapper ends up responding to a fan who rips his wedding proposal. So, <laughs> this story has blown up and has garnered tons of attention across the board and I'm just going to read you guys a little taste of what happened here. Random guy on Twitter says, and I quote, Can I be honest? I really thought Chance the Rapper's proposal was extra hot, smelly trash. I'm all for keeping it simple, but five years and a kid? She deserved a little more effort. It was kind of fuckboyish, like, well, I guess we can definitely get married. Chance DMs the man, which is another DM situation. Chance DMs the man and says, all that shit to be funny, but it's still pretty whack that you had all them tweets worth of hate for another nigga's proposal. Get off my dick. So everybody's just telling everybody to get off their dick. Eat their <laughs> no, dick. No, no. Nikki's saying eat mine. Chance is like, get off mine. Get off. Everybody. <laughs> Nikki said just, just don't eat my balls. Right. <laughs> or whatever. Just leave so my balls. So then the guy... The guy responds to that and says, so, and then he actually asked Chance this time, at Chance the Rapper decided to search his name on Twitter and saw what I said about his proposal. Then it took, (laughs) then took it upon himself to DM me to respond to your statement. I thought it was whack and I think you are too. Don't DM me is what he says to Chance. So then Chance responds yet again, you still didn't get the point. Get off my dick. You comparing my actual engagement to what you would do for your imaginary bay if, in cap letters, you propose. Don't be mad. I'm personally telling you that shit is whack. It is. You have expectations for my personal life, but don't have access to my life in a way that would ever allow you to understand any of the emotions evoked by me and my fiance getting engaged in the place we did. You saw a small amount of info on a blog somewhere and started attacking me and how having full dis- discourse with someone else about my character in one of the best days of my life. You can say whatever you want, but I can also tell you to get off my dick if I see it. The guy responds to that, and this is the last one of the tweets. So, at Chance the Rapper is still deciding to DM me instead of just adding me. And that's how the conversation ends. I want to start with this so bad for the Hyper Good Night. The Hyper Good Night here is Hyper Good Night to the fact that Chance actually even responded to the guy. I'm going to say this much. I am going to hype the fact that he actually DM'd him. And good night the fact that he went so hard. Because ultimately, bro, people are always going to talk shit about you. Always. But you went super hard. Super duper hard. Like, to the point that the dude's like, yo, stay the fuck out of my DMs. <laughs> like, don't slide in these DMs, Don't chance. fucking DM me. Um, and just kind of in, in the in the in the same scenario, is this dude gonna get fired from his job? Like, what? I'm glad this dude's not a journalist because then it'd be <laughs> oh another person, another he, he person like, losing their job over some bullshit. Oh, he's anyway, an engineer, he's good. 
<laughs> anyway, your turn. Go for it. Uh, I'm a good night at all. I'm a good night at all. Like I feel like, who are you to judge someone else's proposal? My thing was her rock was huge. Um, it was in the backyard during Fourth of July. They clearly had all their fans and fans. They clearly had all their friends and family around. Everyone seemed real excited. I think he probably wanted to him, him to have a speech or something, and he really just said, "Will you be my wife?" And I don't know what he thought was faulty. Was it the location? Was it just how short the proposal was? I, I, I'm good nighting chance for responding, period. He should have never <laughs> responded at all. Because my thing is, as a fan, if someone's responding to some hatred that I gave them, I'm like, damn, you got time. And you're Chance the rap, Rapper. You got a toddler and now a wife. And you still got time to send me a whole soliloquy about how I don't know something? Like like you said, like act like a celebrity. Just don't respond. Like you you ha- even if you I, have I, the I time I need Nikki to have that same energy. Even if you have the time it's obvious there. Don't let the fans know you have the time. You know? And I feel like the the thing about it is celebrities love to respond to negative things. They love to respond to because, negative but, things. But but in their defense they receive so many negative things. That's the problem. They receive so many, and sometimes there's just so. It's almost like the positive things don't even make a difference. There's no point in saying, "Chance, I love you and all everything that you've done for the for the rap community." Because he's not going to respond to that, but he will respond to you saying that your uh, your proposal was doo doo trash or whatever he said. <laughs> I think that celebrities also have an issue when it comes to matters close to the heart, like family, and because he attacked the way that he did something that he's probably never done before for a person that he loves. That hit him to his core. I'm proud of Chance for making an honest woman out of his baby mama because she's clearly been rocking with him since the beginning of time. So, congrats to that. But why respond? All right. Next up on Hyper Good Nights, New York is the first state to require mental health education. All right. I'll talk about this one. So, in 2016, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York actually created this law where he wanted New York to become a state that required mental health education in all schools, elementary, middle, and high school. And now this this has come into effect this going Sunday. Um, they basically said by introducing mental health education at age appropriate levels from elementary through high school, mental health will be normalized just as physical health is. Um, this is what the Commissioner State of Office of Mental Health said. She said, through education, we can change people's perception of mental illness and encourage future generations to ask for help if they're feeling depressed or anxious easily as they ask for help for an injured leg or a sore throat. So, law. Hyper good night to New York not only becoming the first state to have this as a requirement as far as education goes, but this being something that kids learn about at an age as young as eight, nine, ten. Uh, this is a super hype, and I think this needs to be universal. This needs to be something that every single one of the states in the United States starts to look to to move forward with. Uh, I think mental health is something that we've kind of hid in the past, and not just America, but especially our community and minorities, community, right? like as a whole, it's kind of sad. I don't, I don't understand why we like hide away from mental health issues. So, more education the merrier, and I think more conversations need to be had at home to further this conversation. Like, ultimately, I don't know if it's going to change the minds of the people who are older, but at least if the younger people have the information in front of them, it'll at least help to grow them so that when they have children, things will change. Because I think our generation is kind of, not that we're lost upon it, because we're seeing things in real time and we're starting to be able to change our opinions, but I think it would have been even more effective had we learned about all this stuff, you know, when we were younger. Oh, of course. Uh, I'm definitely going to hype this as well. Um, The first thing that I think about is how many less school shootings will we have? Oof. I'm thinking of like when we were in middle school and Columbine was like the big thing because that was like unheard of. It was like you never heard of someone killing 12, 13 kids out of school and these kids are 12, 13 years old. Um, It's just such a tough, tough subject and I hope that it's approached the right way. I hope they have the right people teaching it. 
um, and I hope that it's received well. And I think that, you know, a lot of people, they feel like parents rely on schools to raise their kids sometimes. And because of that, it's like, well, if that is the situation where this, this parent is not really around, they have a latchkey kid, not to say latchkey key kids are not raised by their parents, Jesus. but... but <laughs> No, I'm no, I'm just saying parents not being around, like parents working multiple jobs, them being drug addicts, them just not being around to raise their kids, and it's left up to the school system to, to kind of be that force in their lives. I'm glad that this is an addition to that of what they're receiving every day. Um, I would say to counter to counter that, not only do they need to have mental health, but I feel like uh, physical educate not physical education but sports and in the arts needs to be a requirement too because I feel like that is an outlet that is being stripped away from schools when they want to save on funding and that is an outlet that a lot of kids that may have mental issues or problems could use to facilitate whatever they're feeling inside so I think that kind of needs to go hand in hand I'm kind of interested in seeing how they how they do this all right, and here is our last hyper good night before we get into uh, the Black Card Revoke segment. Your wonderful president, Avia, uh, hey, 45, 45, 45 has just pushed an executive order to discharge immigrant recruits from the U.S. Army. Ugh. So... I want to start with this and hyper good night to the president discharging immigrants quietly with his executive order. I'm going to good night the fuck out of this and anything that 45 does for the most part, I good night. Uh, and this one is no different. There's a bunch of reasons to like not be okay with this, but immigrants have been serving in the U.S. Army since I want to say 1775. Um... We wouldn't have been able to like win the revolutionary. We wouldn't have been able to win the revolution without immigrants, and there's no way we'll be able to fight kind of the, the global war if we don't have immigrants. I don't know what the fuck he's thinking. This doesn't even make sense. Um, I think the the stat that I was talking to Avi about earlier it, it, since September 11th, there's been a hundred and ten thousand people that were immigrants that have created a path towards citizenship. Uh, by serving like the 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 last thing i kind of want to speak to this and this is just reality how many regular kids who were raised in the united states that weren't born elsewhere are trying to join the army i need i need the stats on that like i need to understand how many kids are really willing to do that because i would love to understand how come donald trump's kids didn't go to the army they're too good for the army, I'm sure. So, so I'm sure they. So were. I need you to have that same energy, Donald, when it comes down to stuff like this. Like these, these kids are like laying there. They are willing to lay their life on the line. Yeah. I'm clearly good nighting this because um, I would say to Trump, I would say I would implore you if you're gonna get rid of anyone who's trying to become a citizen through the military, I think that you should also get rid of anyone who's an immigrant that works for your hotels that works that cleans your floors at night who are your maids who are your gardeners who are taking care of mar-a-lago who are your caddies when you play golf get rid of them too might as well right facts and i'm clearly being sarcastic but it's just like i don't know it it, it baffles me because we are a country that was built on immigrants <laughs> Look, America would not be what it is without is people coming from a different place to come here. This We're all immigrants. Except for the Native Americans, of course. Um, it's interesting. I wanted to bring up something kind of New York-centered. Uh, I work in the Soho, Tribeca area, and the Trump Soho Hotel is two blocks away from where I work. So I happened to pass by it today from the front. And they normally have like the rug that has like the logo and everything like that. But instead of it saying Trump Soho, it said the Dominic Hotel. And I was like, 
oh, okay. So this is one of those buildings that paid for Trump's name. And so, <laughs> so then the guard was right there, right? So I decided to be a little asshole, kind of. And I was like, oh, you guys aren't the Trump anymore? <laughs> and he got so upset. He was like, we changed that a long time ago. And I was like, oh, really? Okay. Mind you. We changed that a long time. That was their voice, too. When, when I, no, that's what I heard when he said it. So when I went to my job to look it up to see how long ago they changed it, it was really like January. Um, and then on top of that, it just had me thinking a lot of things. This building was clearly a hub. When I tell you a hub, it was a hub for any time a celebrity came into town, they were walking out of that building. I can't tell you how many celebrity sightings we have at my job um, on our site of stars walking out of the Trump Soho prior to Trump becoming our president. And who stays there now? Nobody. It is like crickets. So the fact that this happened is interesting to me. Um, but like I said before, Trump, get rid of all your immigrants. Because that's how you made it. Let's not lie about that. Ooh. All right. Now we move on to Black Car Revoke. Y'all know, y'all know how I feel about Black Car Revoke. It is my turn. I am looking forward to this one. This won't take very long at all. Uh, I might be able to do this in less than two minutes. So, my Black Car Revoked, and this isn't something that men are going to react to as much as I know women will react to, specifically women who really grew up liking 90s to early 2000s R&B music. Uh, because this thing that I'm about to reference was a hit within that community. In fact, this song charted and went to number 16 on the R&B and hip hop album charts. This song specifically, this song that I'm talking about made it onto uh, a soundtrack. This song, was huge in 2001. And this song that I'm referring to is This Woman's Work by Maxwell. One of, if not, the worst songs I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> if you guys don't, if you guys haven't listened to the lyrics of this song, if you haven't listened to the lyrics of this song, please look up the lyrics to this song. And please help me understand how it was used as a love-making song at all throughout the early 2000s, let alone in one of the best black movies in the early 2000s. Ooh, it just makes me mad. The grief. Please look up what he's talking about in that song. I'm going to leave y'all on that note. That's it. Why don't you like the song again? Oof. Is it the lyrics or is it what, what it is, is it? It is a combination between the lyrics... How he sounds and oh no, come on! Oh god, no, no, just stop. Is it too feminine for you? Listen to what the fuck he's oh, saying. Oh, yelling at me? Why are you yelling? Awful, awful. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm reading it right now. I never really paid attention. Right? Exactly. Notice how she says you really pay attention. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awful. I mean. All the mm -hmm. things you needed from me, all the things you wanted from me, all the things I should have given, but I didn't. Oh, darling, make it go away. Just make it go away now. Uh, uh, I mean, you know. All right. So moving on to our main topic. So Speaking I'm going to trash. I'm going to I'm going to do this as best I possibly can without uh, being a complete uh feminist about this conversation because oh, I just want I this to be no I want this to be like a realistic conversation and I don't want to come off as harsh to my own sex I don't because I tend to do that I don't want to do that this oh, time. you don't want to be a feminist in this particular conversation no I just want to look at every situation objectively is that fair that's fine so I get to ask you a few questions along the way as I'm describing the situation to get I want to hear the woman's perspective but I also want to be able to be objective about this we kind of talked about this before, so I just want to be able to hear Avi out on this. And I hope she's willing to hear the other side of it. Hopefully. Yeah, of course. Always. <laughs> it's always a pleasure. <laughs> okay, so today's episode, we're going to talk about something that happened to somebody I know. And I'm going to lay the situation out, and then we're going to walk through it step by step. And I can't wait to hear Avi's side of it, as I said. So, okay, let's bring up the situation. 
So I know. And we'll just call this person um Sam. We'll call this person Exotica. That's the girl. What? Exotica. Here I am with Sam and you're like Exotica. No, Exotica. Well, she could say. Well, okay, what do you what do you want to call? Her? You want to call her Sam? Yeah. Sam, Keep okay. Keep it easy for the listeners. Okay. Sam. <laughs> Sam. Sam it'll be. No Exotica. Okay. <laughs> This is easy. A baby book of strippers. I just pulled it out of the app. Okay. So, Sam can pull anything, basically, when it comes to men. She literally can pull anything if she wants to. Sam has a really good job, makes a shit ton of money, really smart, into sports, is one of those girls that can talk to guys about anything and get along with any guy. But, Sam um, is one of those people who rarely takes really takes guys seriously because a lot of them she just believes aren't for the right thing. And that reminds me a lot of a lot of my female friends in New York, by the way. Alright. So I set that, set that up to say, Sam decided a few weeks ago that she was going to take men a little bit more serious. She was like, I'm going to try to look for two that I can actually like try to go out on dates with and fill them out to see which one I really want to be with. So she finds two guys that actually fit the mold of things that she's interested in. And eventually starts to like peel back the onion to find out more and more about each guy. And one of the guys that she's really interested in will call him. David. There you go. That works. I'm, you're, I'm glad you're going you're to gonna come with some hood name. <laughs> I was. You're right. I was going to call him Lorenzo. Okay. <laughs> I like Lorenzo. Okay. So we have Sam and David. So David, she likes. David and her haven't went on a date yet. But David and her have communicated on the phone multiple times. David and her have ran into each other at parties a couple of times. So they've had a bunch of communication. It could be like two-hour conversations on the phone, two, three hours here and there in person at these events. They've seen each other a bunch of times within like a month. Like a bunch. It wasn't like three or four. It was way more than that. So they've established a kind of set rapport. But they haven't went on a date yet. All right. So eventually he asks her out on a date. Unfortunately, she ends up having to decline because she ends up having to work too late on said day. Alright? Which, let's start there before we go further. At the point that you canceled the date, he could potentially feel like he's not a priority. Just being honest. That's just from a guy perspective. When did she cancel the date? A few days before. Oh, that's ample enough. But I'm, but 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 it could feel like you're putting me on ice. She did because she had something to do, but it wasn't like forever. <laughs> but it, I'm just saying. Let me. I'm jumping ahead. Go ahead. Okay, okay. So, lo and behold, he tries to eventually reschedule, and he says, "Hey, I'm gonna be watching the game at my place because she's a fan." Of multiple sports and so she's like oh dope I'll come through perfect so he invites her over it's like I'll have dinner I'll like bring stuff that I know you like because we have multiple conversations she's like but do you want me to bring anything it's like I guess you could bring whatever okay and this is days before so the day of like they've been talking back and forth back and forth but the day of she hits him up and is asking hey so what time do you want me to come through with the stuff? No answer. Hits him up again closer to the time. Like of the, the actual game. No answer. And this time she calls him. No answer. And he's normally responsive. He does not end up responding to her at all that night. Now... I want to ask you before we go any further. Would you never talk to him again at that point? Under any circumstance? I would never initiate a conversation with him. Fair. Okay, fair. That's my answer. But, 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 if he was to explain to you what happened to him that night, there is a possibility that you would still be willing to indulge. It depends on how much sense that story made to me at the time he was telling it 
fair. Because if you know, fair. okay, fair. if you know we have something to do, and you are expecting me, and we spoke the day of, and then all of a sudden the time comes around to me coming over, and your ghost like the whole night, like I don't even hear from you the whole night, then you know, Lucy, you have some explaining to do. Okay, so I'm gonna expect an explanation. But yeah, because my whole thing is you don't know what came up. Right. Something could have came up and it was really serious. Giving you the benefit of the doubt, I'll be like, okay, something came up. But until you tell me something came up and what that is, I'm I'm gonna be halfway giving you that benefit of the doubt and be like, oh, really? That's the way this is gonna play out? And it's not, fair. It's not gonna fair. be good. That I am not gonna deny her on this. This is fair so far. Obvious being fair today. I like it. Oh, today. <laughs> fair. Fair. Because you work in extreme sometimes when we have these conversations. Like, no, you're dumb. That's fucked up. No. Eat a dick. Well, no, you're not quite Nikki. Hey, I don't respond like no, that. No, that's not. In my head, I do. <laughs> I never DM it. I just keep it in my mental. Okay. So here's the next part of the story. And I can't wait to hear your response on this. So, she doesn't hear from him. A week goes by. She heads to Vegas. She's posting... Pics from Vegas on her Instagram, posting stories from her Instagram. She's in she's in a bikini, just having a good time, twerking, dancing, doing all this stuff. And all of a sudden, she receives a reply from one of her stories from him. That basically reads, I see you doing all that stuff. How come you weren't doing that for me? Boy, bye. No. <laughs> Child boo. Now, now, fix your fingers now, and send me a DM. No, wait. On a story. No, wait. She responds to him, which is... I'm not even giving my opinion on that yet. But she responds to him and says, Well, I hit you up. You didn't hit me back. He did not respond to that, by the way. Just left that cold. She knows he saw it because obviously it shows you. Read receipts. Right. Clutch. Right. <laughs> Thank you, IG. <laughs> we didn't even ask for it. Y'all just updated it and we just had to have it. We had no options. We doesn't help have, anything, we by the way, IG. That doesn't help anything. We can't even turn it off if we want right. to. Right. That does not help option. anything, IG. Just expose everybody. This doesn't help anything. So, I, I had a hard time with this story. I had a hard time. So, my first question to you, Avia, is, one... Wait, did you tell the listeners what he said back? He didn't say anything back. Okay, make that clear. Hold on. Hold on. My first question to you is, should she even have responded? She responded the same way I would have responded. So, I'm biased and I'm going to say, yeah. But, okay, as a, on the flip side, why the fuck would you respond to somebody who didn't have respect enough for you to not even call you back? Pick up the phone, text you, anything. Why would you respond? Because when someone says some fuck type of shit to me, it sometimes it elicits a response. And her response was very, very neutral. It wasn't like, I'm affected by what you did. It wasn't like, I'm mad. Keep in mind, and I don't know if you made this, I mean, you made this clear to the, to the listeners. Keep in mind, from the time that they that he blew off the date up until the point where he DM'd her, she had not reached out to him, not one time, right? So, so the, why would you reach back this time? She didn't reach back. That's true. Okay, I mean, she didn't why do would you nothing. She was okay. living her okay. life, okay. and I, he's I mean, like, I'm you... going to disrupt it now. No, but I'm saying, why would you respond back? I would, There's no reason. And, and like I said before, when we were talking about it, I would respond back because I like the truth, Right? So if you want to present to me your idea of what happened to make it seem like I'm at fault, I'm going to present you the truth and hold you accountable. And it is up to you to then either stick by what actually happened or create this idea in your head of what I didn't do for you and that's why we didn't get up or whatever the case is. And so I think that what she did was she stuck to the truth. Anyone could see what she did as, oh, she cares. She cares enough to respond. It's true. But, That's but exactly where if, I was going. If you're going to be nuanced the way that you always are, you can also be nuanced in the way that if she saw it and did not respond, one could read it as, oh, she's mad. 
One could easily read it as, oh, she saw this and she didn't respond. She's mad about what happened. And in that token, it makes it seem like you've affected that person more than you actually did. I got a follow-up question because I know you ain't going to have an answer for this off the top of your head freely. Why didn't she block him? Why does he still oh, have access to her on. social media? She should have blocked him. That really shows you're mad. That really shows you're mad. So? He disrespected her. She wasn't that mad. That's the thing. You're looking at you're looking at her responding as showing that she cared enough. She did clearly. Why would you blocking someone really shows that you care enough? It really shows. And a lot of people don't what? agree with me because they like to block left and right. Yes, block, block, block that block, mother. Block, block, block. Sorry, to me, you're calling my mother. I don't know him. To me, to me, I look at it like this: like I'm not gonna block anybody unless you're detrimental to my life. Unless you're unless you're like threatening me or, or doing something did, crazy. You can still see. I want you to see me live in my hold life. On, hold on. Is it disrespectful or not what he did? Of course it is. So it's disrespectful, and you're gonna you're okay with somebody that's disrespectful. Still seeing your content, still seeing stuff from you, etc. It's not a. I I, I understand the the blocking cu- culture of you don't deserve to see what Bam. I'm doing. Exactly, that's my point. I get that point, but on the flip side, since you said I like being fair, I'm trying to keep this fairness alive. I don't need this fair um, energy today. Oh, now you don't. Want I don't me want to be this fair, fair energy oh, today. Okay, <laughs> let's be fair when you want me to be fair. When I'm not fair, Continue. yo, you want to call me out. All right, so but on the fair on 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 the flip side, if I, I I live my life this way, so I don't know what kind of effect it has on the situations that I've had that have been kind of like this. But if I don't block you, my thing is I can just unfollow you. I don't need to block you. Block you, blocking you to me makes it seem like I care enough about what happened that I don't want you to see what I'm doing. No, actually, I look at it a different way. I look at it like. I'm living my life. I'm continuing living my life. And one monkey don't stop the show. And you are the monkey. And you thought you stopped the show, but you didn't. And that's why you responded to my, my uh, story. Because you saw that I was living my life. You saw that I had moved on. And what you did had no bearing on me having fun in this moment. And when you saw me having fun, you felt like you missed out on that enough to infiltrate what I had going on. Okay. And guys like to do that. Guys like to come in and and weave themselves into your lives when you're living it. Like when you're not even thinking about them, all of a sudden they want to pop up and be like, "Hey, but what about so me? Th- but, and what about But us? this is my follow-up question. And you question, didn't do though. this. But this is my follow-up question. And then this is what was concerning me. Like me and you had an initial conversation, but I really want to hear this out. Hear you out on this. I just felt like this is a one-off. My other, like, this is just a one-off situation. Like, there's not going to be very many instances where shit like this happens. I feel like this guy's just off. But this doesn't happen, like, consistently. And one of my female friends had the audacity to be like, nah, this is, this is, this is normal behavior, actually. sadly common. Here, okay. Here's why, I'm not saying that you're lying or you're embellishing. I'm saying... I can't imagine a guy setting something up and then the night of being like, nah, I'm just not going to respond to her at all. I even gave my rationale, my rationale as to why that could happen. Yes, tell them that rationale. And they all... <laughs> and tell them what the girl was saying. What Sam I'm, was saying. I'm going <laughs> to... Okay. <laughs> Here's my rationale. I think the night of, he didn't know whether or not he would be getting any from her. And sex plays a factor regardless of anybody wants to hear that or not. And regardless if you say, oh, that's wrong. You shouldn't expect anything. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, great. You can have that theory. But in reality, sex is a big deal. So if you don't know whether or not you're going to have sex with somebody, you want to try to put yourself in the best possible position to have sex that night if that's what you're seeking to do. And you want to make sure that it's consensual. The biggest key to that. Put yourself in the best possible. If you have, if you have somebody that you can call up as your side piece of ass whenever, whenever you want it, and vice versa, and that person helps you out. (laughs) Maintenance woman, maintain. All I'm saying is, I will guarantee you that person hit him up and said, "Hey, I'm trying to get it," and. he was like, bet. And he's not going to turn that down because he doesn't know what's going to happen with you. 
Now, in Sam's defense, Sam actually would have been willing to do said thing. Because she was she into it. Right, she was into it. She, would, but he didn't know this because, of course, she didn't communicate that with him. He didn't like that's not something most women freely talk about that early. It's sad that if he knew that she was willing to give it up, he would have answered the phone on the date that he scheduled at his house. That is pretty trifling. Okay, I'll answer the phone because I missed out on this. Try okay, but uh, wait, Lynn. wait, wait. If you think about this in terms of efficiencies, <laughs> no, seriously, I feel like we're talking about like a work project or something. No, but in- <laughs> efficiencies. If you think about this in terms of efficiencies, in as She's far as getting that. things done, no. <laughs> oh my God, you're gonna make me so- okay. I'm saying this to say. If his ultimate goal is to get some that night and he wants to make sure that it's consensual, don't put yourself in a situation where you're like... You're with someone who you don't know if you can get it from them. Not only do you not know you can get it from them, you don't know what's going to happen at all. You might not even get a kiss. The first problem here is that their first date was at his house. Because remember in that, that one episode when we were talking about those... I was talking about those cooking ass girls. I like to say, hey, just come over. I'll cook for you on the first date. Yes. I don't believe anyone should ever have a first date at the other person's house. Unless you like really already know this person for years and you guys are friends and trying to see if you can become something more. I think that's the only acceptable time. But if you don't really know each other and you're still getting to know each other, you don't even know where they are sexually, if they're interested in, in doing that with you yet. Don't have it at the house because I feel like it's just going to convolute the situation and, and make things ha- okay. more confusing Wait than they could have been. In her you, case, she would have she would have done it with him and things would have not been convoluted. This is why, this he didn't even give her a chance to do that that's with him. That's also true. Okay. okay. And I you, hope that sex he got that night was good. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Help was bad, actually. But go ahead, sorry. So the, I get, okay. I don't want to act like I don't get your point because I do. However, you're not a guy, and I'm not expecting you to, to understand the mental of a guy. And to, to it's all about being efficient. I, don't, I know you don't want to hear that. I don't know. It doesn't affect me because I know this already. I, I, I was surprised that I didn't catch on to that when you first told me about this, that I didn't think to myself, oh, he had a cut buddy come over. Like, I didn't, I didn't think that initially. I didn't know what it was, but I think that... And this is what I was saying to you earlier. I think that instead of not answering the phone, if he was going to take the advances of his cut buddy, if that was the situation, which I, I believe that could have been the case, he should have at least, at the least, responded to Sam. Okay, see, this is where we differ. And me and her have already argued about this, but I'm gonna, we're going to do it on the cast really quickly. <laughs> we're about to, okay, we're about no, to argue we're, right no, now. we are. Because <laughs> I, have to get this, no, I have to get this out. Because I... Obvious, ridic- her ridiculous ass response when we had this conversation before uh-huh. made me so angry that I talked to one of my boys about it. I'm glad oh, now really? I have his fodder on top of it. Oh, okay. okay. So the conversation me and her... Say? No, so the conversation <laughs> me and Avi had had about this, I said, what do you want him to say? Do you want him to tell the truth? Say something, my no, G. No, wait a second. Do you want him to tell the truth? Because most women I know are like, tell me the truth. And most guys will not. No, so do you want him to tell you the truth in that I want instance? him to respond to my text message or respond to my call. That's all I'm asking, at the least. You're, at the least. You're I'm not, not answering you, my question. I'm not telling you what you should say to me. I'm saying you should give me something. Don't have me thinking the whole night, damn but, what happened. But you're not answering my question. Do you want me to I'm tell the truth? I'm not a guy, so I can't tell what a guy, what, what a do guy should tell, do. But no, do you want me to tell the truth? Tell me something. You're not going to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's me answering the question Tell me something If you choose to tell me the truth At least you told me something And so now I, I know, you, and now no, I know no, what, what, is, what your dealings what, okay. are Let's speak in the truth What is the, rip, what so is, what is the repercussions it. Of me telling you the truth The repercussions would be Damn he skips me for her And then what does and that I turn into And I was going to give him some anyway If and I what, was Sam If I was Sam wait, And what does that turn into it you, turns you into, she- oh, I guess he's not going to get any from me ever. So in that case, if the guy doesn't want to tell the truth, which is usually the case because guys really don't have a problem lying these days. Um, Neither do women. But we're talking about guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> then I think that he should have said something. 
that whole oh something came up thing that guys like to say all the time. Something came oh, up. Oh, just like you, something came up two days before the date he, he scheduled initially. Oh, yeah, she, something she came gave up. him forty eight hours to get over it. He gave her no time. That's true too. <laughs> he gave her no time, and then but, it was like, oh, I guess she cooled off by the next week. Let me slide in her DMs. Because she's looking real tasty in that bikini. Why aren't you twerking for me when you didn't come over to my house because I didn't answer the phone? That's what he should have said. <laughs> That's really what he should have said. <laughs> he, might, like, he might as well have said that. Why weren't you twerking for me? My, and, and then That's why he would elicit a response from me because then I'd be like, my guy, I was supposed to come over. You're the reason why I didn't. Don't sit here and ask me why I didn't do something for you, and you're the reason why. That is the most fuck boy cheat I've ever heard of. So, okay, wait, just as a guy, just from a guy perspective. So you're damned if you tell her the truth. You're damned if you're you actually respond. You're damned if you lie. Because, oh, so you're you're telling him he should I'm lie. I'm condoning in this a lie in this situation. You hear that, guys? I just want this to be heard. No, no, you no. You hear no, that, no. guys? I will con- I will condone a lie in this situation over a non-response any day of the week. You know why? Because at this point, they aren't tight enough for that lie to rock the rest of their foundation. Obvious, they were obvious, to continue Obvious giving away her due already. This has got to be her due no, today. No, it's not this my due. I have a separate due because y'all got a lot of dues that y'all need to do. But <laughs> but I feel like in the beginning stages, I'm not saying yes, just lie about everything, but in the case of just being a responsible adult and just if you have an interest in this person, why would you treat the situation in this way? And when you realize your cut buddy's going to come over, he at, at the point where he realized, all right, my, my cut buddy's about to come over. If this is what happened, he, it ran through his mind, should I say something? And it also ran through his mind, nope, won't say nothing. And that's, what he, that's the decision that he chose. And I'm like, wow, that's okay? Like, you'd rather look bad than look good in this situation? You must really not even care. Because most guys will lie to look good. He just didn't lie and just ended up looking bad. And I'm just like, wow, I don't, I don't know what's worse, honestly. So I'm not saying lie, 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 or deny, deny, deny. I'm just saying that at that point, a decision could have been made and he didn't choose the right one. And for him to even slide in her DMs after that is just disrespectful. That's that's like doubly okay. disrespectful. So okay, here's the other part of the conversation we and our boy had about this. I'm gonna and, see and, where you go. With and this. I have something to say he, after this as well. He 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 actually asked me a question. And it was a three pillar question. Who your boy? One. Yeah. Okay. He said, "Do you think he was a horny, b selfish, or c was he just not that smart?" He was D, all of the above. Because when you're horny, you, you your smarts kind of go out the window. You're just like, I'm just going to feed this need. And so, when you're horny, you're also selfish. And I just, yeah, I so just, all of the above. I just flat out say, technically, by definition, it's selfish. But it's really being horny. Like, I don't know a single guy that hasn't been in a position where he's like, man, i really got to have something today. Like, i really got to. And then me and him start discussing back and forth. Like, if it, if it ever got to that urge, though, I'm willing to be open and tell that person that I'm supposed to have a date with. Man, I don't want to put you in a weird position. I'm that open, though. And then he responds to me. He's like, well, I can't say that to somebody, though. I can't tell say the girl what? that. Exactly. Like, Hey, I'm horny tonight. You shouldn't come over because then I'm going to want to do this with you. Right. I'm open. I say stuff like that. Y'all making it too complicated. He could have easily just, if he, my thing is, he needs to look at the long term. I think that's a problem with some people. I won't even say guys because I don't want to be that person. But in my mind, I'm thinking guys in this situation. They think about what is to the benefit of them at that moment. No, but see. And had he treated this situation differently if he was horny? rubbed one off before she came over and yes it's not the same as having another person there i get it but i'm thinking about the future as a guy like i'm thinking smart okay as a guy rub one off before she gets there she gets there she surprises you because like you said sam already wanted to do it anyway and and it's like whoa i got something i didn't even bargain for now you have two different people 
to put on your roster as options for having sex with. See, my boy and said... And he didn't even think about that. He's like, I'm going to eliminate this one for this one because this one's already here. My boy said that uh, he would have actually still had her come through, but he would have made her leave earlier before the game went off and just been like, man, I'm just really tired and just had her leave early and then called maintenance. But you can't have her over for such a short amount of time that it just looks like clearly you're having me leave no, early like, so that someone... Because games last three hours. Instead of going to full three hours, he's like, two, at two hours, he's like, I just, I'm just tired. I'm sorry. And just apologize and get her an Uber. He's like. That's another thing. There's he's a, like, that's the way he should have went. And that's what I'm saying. There's options. And he just didn't even choose anything. Like, he didn't choose anything. All these options. We, we just presented two different options. It didn't even matter about telling the truth. You're focusing on, do you want him to tell the truth? He could have just done one of those two options. So moving forward with these, when anytime we talk about any dating situations, I want us to have a moral of the story in summation. But, well, can I just... Can I, want, I want to hear your moral of the story at the end of this. Well, I just want to bring up a story, a personal story that actually happened to me. Because when your friend was saying, this is more common than you think, and I know you don't think it's that common, I think... I don't think Not she day of though. I don't think she was necessarily referencing the whole situation as in her canceling or his him canceling that day and then not even responding to her and then sliding in the DMs later. In my situation and in my personal experience as far as my friends goes as well, the thing that I can relate to is men being non-responsive in any sort of way. And then when it comes to seeing you in a story or on social media, all of a sudden it's like, emoji eyes, emoji eyes. Hey, they just popping in, checking in. Hey, we're supposed to get up. But it wasn't enough for it to, for, for plans to come into fruition. Like, but, but, okay, let me ask you this. So, Will that happen more if you're just thirst trapping? Like, if you're putting up thirst traps, not saying that you do that. I don't even put up thirst traps not, not, say, not saying that you, do, that you do that, but I'm saying, don't you feel like more of those responses are because women can put up a thirst trap and guys are just like, oh, oh, oh. I feel like if a woman puts up a thirst trap, part of the reason is because she wants to see what kind of response she's going to get. And part of the reason is because she likes the way that she looks. So, in, in that girl's situation, she was literally just in Vegas having a good time and someone caught her. I don't think it was a, oh, let me see what his response is going to be. I don't even think she thought that he was going to respond to her at all. Because that's, that's that, a crazy-ass move. Okay, that's, that, like, I agree with you on and that. And this is why I say I'm not going to block anybody. You're going to see me live in my life. But you should have. It's not about a should or shouldn't. It's really about it, you're, you seeing what I'm doing in my life has no bearing on me. Yeah, but you don't deserve to see it because you're disrespectful. I don't look at it as a you deserve or don't deserve to see what's happening in but my life. But you've been admitted that he was disrespectful. Yeah. I look at it as... You could you could be disrespectful all you want to. You can slide my DMs all and you want to. Get them the fuck out of the paint if they're disrespectful. It's not about getting someone out the paint. I don't care enough. That's the thing. You you could put the focus on oh you cared enough to respond. Fucking button still, so still, he can't it's this, he it's, can't it's, elicit it's a response. It's from the you. same amount of action as one would take in a response. You're pushing a button, which affects something. So I I don't. Like, I, I can understand why people block people, but I also understand to sit here and block you. I don't okay. block people from my phone. You can call me as much as you want to so I can see that you call me and know that I'm not answering that damn phone, but just know that I know. So I want to hear. Okay. We'll see each other in person. We know each other. And it's always about, oh, we should get up some time. Oh, we should hang oh, out. Yeah, oh, we should do this. Oh, we should keep in touch. Like, this ain't the end of the school year and you're writing in my yearbook. Like, you know, you write that faulty ass, keep in touch, and then you just never do. Like, it's guys that can, <laughs> guys that continuously make it seem like, hey, I'm about you, but they're half-assing the about you. So they're half-assing the about you when they're a person, but all of a sudden through DMs, they have all this digital courage, right? So this situation happened to me. I'll tell you when it happened to me. It happened to me, uh, uh, I'll tell you, hold on, June 7th. Okay. So about a, a month ago, I forgot what I posted on my story. It wasn't a thirst trap, but I got the eyes emoji from a particular individual that I know. We have never gone on a date. I don't even know how we met. I think we met like in the party scene or whatever. And he throws parties. He's actually younger than me. He's like tenderoni-ish, very attractive. Um, we have great conversation when we're in person, but I always made it a point to, to show him how much younger that he is than me because I'm an ageist. 
And I think that he's kind of taken aback by that, which is why he's never made a move, which is fine. I don't care either way. So he replied to my story with the eye emoji. And I replied with the, like, smirk, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, whatever, you know, emoji. Then he sends a WYA. I hate acronym text. And I said, just walked in the door, home. The next thing he says, very bold of him, address with the eye emojis. And so in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, wait, wait, wait. You've said to me several times in the past, why haven't we gotten up? Why haven't we done this? You know I want to get up with you. And I'm like, well, get up with me then. You have my phone number. But guys like this will DM you because they want to make sure that they know that you saw what they sent. Because not everybody has read receipts on a text. So he said address. Now I'm like, you know what? The fact that you actually think I'm going to send you my address right now. And it was after 10 o'clock p.m. weeknight. Ooh. Yeah. It's a booty call. Right, right, right. The fact that you think I'm actually going to send you my address right now, I'm going to indulge on this. So I put 1380 Fifth Avenue. I don't know what that leads to. I just wrote in the address because I was being funny because I'm like, oh, you think I'm going to send you an address? All right, here's the address. So then he said, okay, pulling up in like 30. I'm like, I'm like, LOL, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, whatever. I'm thinking it's just a joke, you know, whatever. So that was like 10-12. Around 10-41, he's like, 10 minutes. It's 10 minutes away. 10-50, I'm outside, yo. I'm outside, yo. This is how you know I wouldn't talk to this guy. Because I would never talk to someone saying, I'm outside, yo. And this is all through DM. I don't have IG notifications, this is, so... This is unbelievable. I don't have IG notifications. This is So the fact that he thinks I'm going to be glued to my phone, just checking for him, waiting for him, when he has my number and he can text me easily and it goes directly to me, he's still DMing me in, in IG. He said, I'm outside, yo. I ain't say nothing. I ghosted him. Then... He, what in the... <laughs> because my thing is I didn't know it was going to get to that point I didn't, I didn't know it was going to get to that point So then he, wow. he calls me Oh Now you want to use my number Oh okay got it Now that you're outside my door My fake ass door You want to use my number He calls me He calls me two or three times right I don't answer the phone Because I'm like what do I do What do I do What do I do Exactly. <laughs> Mind you before he even called me I looked up the address to see where it led to And it was like the projects <laughs> Oh my god It was like such what? and such houses And you know anything with that ends in houses Is like the projects in New York I'm like damn I led him to the projects <laughs> My thing is You're coming up you're rolling up on me You don't even have an apartment number Nothing is official if you don't have An apartment number You could just be sitting outside With no access whatsoever So he calls me a couple times I don't answer Eventually, I feel kind of bad. I'm like, wow, he really did go to this, this, this address in the hood. And I call him back, and I was like, oh, my bad. And we were talking, and he was like, yeah, I'm on my way home now. It was like 20 minutes later. I was like, oh, yeah, my bad. I just sent you an address. He was like, yeah, when I rolled up, I was like, I don't think she lives here. Because I remember you telling me where you live, and it wasn't there. I'm like, yeah, I don't live in the projects. And we had this whole conversation and he kind of laughed it off. Like, it was just like whatever to him. But I just thought that that was funny because it's just like, you really thought, you really thought, my guy, that I was going to have you pull up through my DMs. And you pulled up. And my thing is, like, I was just trying to teach him a lesson. At the point where he was seriously, like, coming, I'm like, all right, we'll just come then. That will teach you a lesson. Pause. Don't. Yeah, yeah, pause that whole. <laughs> Pause a whole last two sentences. Um, the, at the part that you are pulling up, <laughs> that should teach you a lesson. And I don't know. I don't know if it has taught him a lesson. I don't know if it will. But I do know that I did my part in society for any woman that he tries to do that to the next time. That's all. You're welcome, ladies. Okay. <laughs> and now we get to the final part of our show. The do's and the don'ts. It's up to me to start with the do's today. No, I got the do's today. No, I did the don't. I'm pretty sure, right? 
Or am I the don't? Am I really you're, the don't? Yeah, you're the don't. Uh, uh, all right, I'll be the don't. All right, my bad. My bad. You're the do. Sorry. That's Sorry about okay. That. Just that's my bad. Do into a don't. I got a don't. Don't worry. <laughs> I got a both. All right, gentlemen. Um, on the heels of the story I just told you, you know, women are about how you reach out to them, and reaching out is one thing. It shows effort, and it's great, and we appreciate that. But how you do the reach out is different. So for guys, if you would like to FaceTime a woman, do so, I was about to do a don't, do so with permission. Don't sit here and FaceTime her out the blue, out of nowhere, and think she's really going to answer. And if you think it's cute to try and trip her up and catch her in her bonnet, or catch her without her full face of makeup on, or how she didn't wake up like that that day, it's not gonna work. She's gonna look at you FaceTiming her. She's gonna let that ring. And then she's gonna wait for you to be like, oh, I'll hit you. And she's gonna be like, I'll hit you back later. And she's probably gonna call you back. Because you know what? When it comes to a FaceTime, you need an appointment. If there was a call in place for that night, it's a call, it's not a FaceTime. So make sure you have an appointment to FaceTime so that everyone knows what to expect from the way you are reaching out to them. Thank you. All right. Now, ladies, for the don't. don't. And today is going to be one of those days where I push a push a T on y'all. Ladies, don't wait to tell a man you got kids. Mm. Please don't do that. Mm. Kids are cool. Men like kids. Don't get it twisted. Because I know a lot, of, a lot of you guys will think, oh, no, guys don't want a guy. I don't want to deal with a woman with a kid. No, young guys don't want to deal with that. Older guys can absolutely deal with that. You just have to come clean about it and don't wait. It cannot be some secretive Drake shit where we have to find <laughs> out late in the process that you got some shit. So when is the proper time to talk about that? The first date? I think it would be very good if you did it in the first two days, to be blatantly honest. Ain't no reason to be deceptive or dishonest about something like that. I want to know if you got a little one, ain't got to be no shenanigans. If you if you had to hire a babysitter that night, I should know that you hired a goddamn babysitter so that I know what I got myself into. Like, oh, that's what it is. Give me the decision. Having kids can be the equivalency in some people's minds. Of having an STD. Yes. Are you really gonna say that? Yes. <laughs> I'm not Cause, joking. Because forever. Yes. And you, it you got the course of your life. Yes. You have can to you tell really people. Can you really compare a child to it? It can HIV. be. Gonorrhea and all of gonorrhea is not permanent, but. So, in closing, just do us all a favor. Just be honest. Be upfront. Don't lie about it. Don't don't hide it. Don't be deceptive. I agree. Don't. Oh. Anyway, that's our show. You'll be hearing the music. Summertime vibes from Drake. Enjoy the rest of your night. You can find us on um, Google Play, iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, and Good Night Harlem. Good night.